Hello, Science of Work listeners. Thanks for tuning in today to explore the data behind modern workplace. Today, we're going to be talking about something that almost everybody struggles with, motivation. Do we have it? Depending on how you're feeling, did you sleep last night? What stage of life you're in right now? You might feel like you have it, or you're wondering how the heck to get more of it. Motivation is the needs, desires, wants, or drives within an individual. The most common questions I get about this topic are, how do we get more of it? And how can you influence the motivation of others? Be it your team at work, your friends or family. After the break, let's explore how to get people to stay motivated and how as leaders, we can motivate our diverse workforce. Brought to you by Quantic School of Business and Technology. Quantic's highly selective online MBA and executive MBA are designed mobile first with interactive micro lessons and individualized feedback every eight seconds. Don't settle for the old school slides and lectures. Experience the future of education and accelerate your career. Go to quantic.edu slash science of work for more. So what is motivation? Motivation is the needs, desires, wants, and drives within an individual. The simplest definition of motivation comes from Bowmaster in 2016. It just comes down to wanting. What do you want? Motivation is influenced by the satisfaction of needs, either to sustain life, well-being, or growth. Currently, emotional pressure and economic pressure are soaring as people worry about losing their jobs, paying rent, and protecting their health. The barrage of news questions on how to go to get groceries safely and fears for relatives are deeply distressing, making motivation difficult to have right now. As many of us know, there's intrinsic, so internal motivation, and extrinsic motivation, so motivation from external sources. Intrinsic motivation is much more impactful and sustainable. Extrinsic motivation can work, but often doesn't last long. While of course money and benefits are important, a study found that they don't top the list of motivating factors. Instead, some of the most important factors tended to be peer motivation and the feeling of encouragement and recognition. A survey from Seamless, 57% of employees said that food-based perks would make them feel more valued. As a grad student, I certainly could attest to that. If there was food, I was going, I was attending. Another way to look at motivation is the three Ps identified by Lindsay McGregor and Neil Dashi. Play, purpose, and potential. Play being the enjoyment of your work, purpose being the internal, knowing that you're having an impact, and potential, learning and growing. Certainly, the three Ps have been declining for many of us during the pandemic and working from home. Dr. Ashley Willens, Associate Professor at Harvard Business School and author of Time Smart, How to Reclaim Your Time and Live a Happier Life, has this to say. I think something that we underestimate in terms of motivation is our intrinsic enjoyment. So we want to make sure that we're filling our days with activities that we find happy producing or meaningful because it's much easier to be intrinsically motivated to continue to show up day after day than when you feel like you're doing something because you have to. So we have pretty good data actually showing that students who chose jobs for more intrinsically motivated reasons in their senior year of college were happier 
two to three years after graduation. And that happiness difference was driven almost exclusively by intrinsic motivation, just how much joy they felt when they were showing up doing whatever it is that they had to do to make money or to further advance their career. Watek is transforming the traditional MBA and executive MBA with interactive platform that builds for modern students and future leaders. With a focus on innovation and strategy and mobile-first, network-driven approach, Quantic allows you to learn on your schedule alongside leaders from the top companies in the world. Delivered in an award-winning micro-lesson format, you receive personalized feedback every eight seconds, not at semester's end. Transformative leaders need transformative education to make real change. Visit quantic.edu slash the science of work to learn more about the modern MBA. Do you want to know more about motivation? Come follow at ConsciousWorks on social media. So as leaders, what can we do to motivate individual employees? There's a couple key factors. Again, really getting away from that idea of financial incentive. Number one, recognition. It creates an emotional connection between employer and employee. It is critical for employees' engagement and fills the employee with basic needs of esteem and belonging. When people feel their efforts are appreciated, they're more compelled to work harder. Now, it's not just about recognizing the big wins or the sales, but many milestones daily, keeping people motivated from day to day. I've talked to many leaders about this, and with recognition, it's most impactful when sincere and rooted in something concrete that the employee did. The next factor is respectful, honest, and supportive managers. Bad management is one of the top reasons why employees are not committed or want to quit. Employees will be much more loyal if they have a good person to work for. Giving room to grow. While promotions or ability to move up the corporate ladder can certainly be part of this, what about learning? What learning does your company have to offer? Can a person progress in professional and personal development? Transparency is another factor. Sharing the company data with employees. Having access to data makes employees feel that they're an important part of the business and that they can find their own areas for improvement. And last but not least, goal setting. Goal setting gives employees meaning to their day-to-day roles. Employees who were brought along through the goal-setting journey are 3.6 times more likely to be engaged than those that are not. Dr. Ashley Willens, assistant professor at Harvard Business School, has this to say about what leaders can do to help motivation. So I think what leaders can do is really over-communicate the impact that individuals and teams and the organization is having for clients and for the larger community. Some companies that I've seen doing a great job during this really challenging situation that we're all in are helping teams or bringing their own teams together around a common cause that helps the community. So it's not just within their own organization or their own teams, but companies I've seen rally around causes like food insecurity and have fundraisers. Those kinds of activities can help unify teams and really make it feel like we're all working together toward a common goal. We have some data showing that even when we're engaged in tasks that can feel tedious, like paperwork, accounting, finance, 
that it's simply reminding ourselves that doing our job helps other people in our firm or helps our clients be successful, can help take the edge off, take away some of these unpleasant feelings that can happen when we're engaging in what some workplace psychologists call drudgery. Another unbelievably common question I get asked is how do you motivate young employees? Before COVID, I was traveling through several different European countries, talking to leaders about disconnection from work and stress, and almost always it came back to young employees. So here's the secret. It's the exact same as motivating any other human. More than one in three Americans in the labor force are millennials, making them the largest generation in the U.S. workforce, according to the Pew Research Center analysis of U.S. Census Bureau data in 2018. Motivation ebbs and flows at the best of times, certainly in harder times such as, I don't know, a global pandemic, can really affect that. More people are noticing now how much their motivation is linked to the environment they're in, to the systems they create. When we talk about systems, it's really important to understand and develop systems that help you through your low motivation periods. If we think of something like running as an example, those that train for any kind of running or do it on a regular basis know that there's ebbs and flows in motivation. So what is your system to persist in those? As an example, for running, something that we know helps motivation is getting socially engaged. Is there a running partner that's waiting for you at the door? Because it becomes a lot easier to just run versus navigating that social interaction. Or running group is another example. And certainly trying to motivate yourself and attach it to different habits that we develop. How can leaders help with this? We listed off recognition, goal setting, but certainly during the times we're working from home, connecting more, asking how employees are doing, making them feel a sense of belonging, these things that have really been taken away from us. If we think of the three P's, plays, purpose, and potential, how can you influence that? With enjoyment at work, there's certain aspects that you can make more enjoyable. Having frank discussions with your employees about what they enjoy about work. Can you shift people's time there? Reconnecting with purpose often. It's no longer something you can pass people in the hall to discuss. So how are you connecting with that virtually? And then potential. There's so many different ways people can learn and grow even in this virtual world. So what can you set up for your employees to do that? It's important to note that leaders have a huge part to play in motivating employees, but you have to ask. Different people are motivated by different concepts. Do you know about your team? Can you have that conversation? And start with recognition. There's so many different ways to recognize employees for different milestones, but certainly the small things as well. Day to day, what can you recognize people for? Genuinely, authentically get excited for people. I know myself as a leader, this has been a really difficult time during the pandemic. It's hard to make sure that you have space to do these things that we know will help. So I've started to put it in my calendar to think about how to recognize employees and to have different ways to do that. Now, with our small team, we definitely take the approach of Brooklyn Nine-Nine for anybody that watches it. This is not science-based, but we give away the amazing human slash genius award to those that really come to the table to play. So how can you set up systems? How can you encourage learning, recognition, and all the things we discussed today with your teams? Motivation is hard at the best of times. It's even more challenging now. 
So to make sure your teams are performing at their best, think about the role of motivation for yourself and for others. Thinking about recognition, I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. Enjoy the content and want to support us? Share with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. A special thank you to Dr. Ashley Willens and everyone that made this podcast possible. Research was conducted by Dr. Alex Dzinski and Megan Lloyd. For full transcript and sources, please visit ConsciousWorks.com. And remember, consciously design your day or somebody else will. Thank you.